about K-pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to the third annual Ask Me About K-pop Awards. Woo! Ah, we did it. It's technically 2021. Welcome to 2021, everybody. <clears throat> yeah. Feels like a year already. Yeah. <laughs> what a year it's been. <laughs> My mom shared like a meme with me yesterday that was like, I've got the seven day trial on 2021 and I've decided to cancel my order. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say that at least we already are off to a better start on the K-pop world for 2021 in that I have to thank SM on the air for that New Year's concert. I got to watch it with my family. It was wonderful. The shiny teaser almost killed me. You can see video of that on our Instagram. It was really stressful. Um, But my dad really liked Espa and Super Junior Cry, which was surprising to me. And I liked that. That shows a lot of range in your dad's taste. (laughs) Doesn't it? It's funny that... I mean, I would be in, you said he didn't watch the whole thing, but like true super junior cry to Espa is, these are like opposite ends of the spectrum in many ways. So if he had watched the whole concert, I would have been really interested to see like what else fell in between those. Mm -hmm. But I I know you said he was just like popping in every once in a while. He was popping in and out because he like wouldn't commit to the whole thing. And his other commentary was when Baekhyun was singing, he said, this guy doesn't look like he's ever had to shave in his life. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. And I was like, yeah, that's probably true. My brother liked Taeyeon a lot. Um, Me and my mom danced to Super Clap at midnight because that's like what was on. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I was like, it was a good time. It was fun to like force my K-pop on my family. Oh, another fun thing was TVXQ went towards the end. And at one point there was a close up on, you know, and I just screamed, you know, I love you. And my dad looked at my husband and he was like, you got to watch out. (laughs) All men have to watch out when you know, you know, is about. Okay. His noir teasers. Giving me the vapors over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh my God. <sighs> He's so fine. He's so fine. Uh, with his long hair and his face and his forearms a bulging. Yep. Oh, tummy out. Tummy All the out. Things. <sighs> All the things. All the good things. Yeah, so all of that I was leading to to say that, like, yeah, you know we'll be back this week. Hyuna's comeback has a date, January 28th. We're fucking That's doing it. That's not so far it. away. And it's shiny, only 20 days from now. The shiny rumor is February 10th. It has not yes. been confirmed, but that is the rumor. Yes, it is a rumor based on Jinky's Instagram. <laughs> he previously had spoiled a comeback date in a similar way. So Shaw Wolves are taking the bait and mm. <laughs> counting down to February 10th. Yeah. We will see. We will see. 
We'll see. So that's the point is that at least like on 20 for 2021, we already have so much good stuff on the horizon that it will keep. It will keep me afloat while everything else is terrifying and horrible. Yes. Thank God for shiny. I mean, I could say that in any context and it would always be true, but I say it now. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Shiny save 2021. Thank you. Uh, Yes. Thank you. Uh, But anyway, we still have to go back and finish the 2020 monster that Mm -hmm. we raised and must defeat. Um, And awards, our award episodes have changed a little bit every year that we've done them. I listened to the previous ones this weekend to get myself ready. Um, And every year we've kind of had to change up or move a category because we've expounded on it into its own whole episode or whatever so things have to be moved and this year is no exception uh we removed the best english track uh category because we're going to do an episode about the history of english releases in k-pop soon so Mm -hmm. that had to be moved and in order to take up its spot we put um a solo rookie category that's what's new this year well, yes we have two new oh two new categories, categories this year because oh, yeah. yes we took out the english release because we decided to do a whole episode so that one was replaced with rookie soloist so now we had previously just a rookie or a debut of the year and now we've split that category so now there's a rookie group and a rookie soloist and then the other category we got rid of this year was we had an SM station category oh, last right. year because there were so many great SM stations, but this year there were almost none, like maybe one or two. Um, and so we got rid of that category this year in favor of best full album. Mm-hmm. So like which whole album not just one single or one choreo but like from start to finish what was the most cohesive album that was released yeah so um I'm very excited to get into it some of these were very easy to decide some of them I feel like I'm still gonna like make my decision when I have to say it because I feel very strongly about things and there was so much to love this year that in some places I feel like picking a favorite is hard Yeah, it was hard. It was difficult to pick favorites for sure. It helps that we have like so many end of the year episodes that I know (laughs) that we'll talk about all of our favorites eventually. (laughs) Right. And that's the other thing too is I usually use this award episode to like make sure that I say something about all my favorites because I know that my favorite things will not all make it into top 15 because that's a battle amongst others. And so yeah, yeah. this is my one chance to make sure that everybody I love gets their, like, one shout out. Yeah. So it's very important. Um, what category? Should we just do it in the order that I have it on the doc? Yes. And I don't know what order you have it in the doc because I have my hard copy in front okay. of me. Okay. <laughs> so All right. you just shout out a category and we'll take it. Okay. Well, then let's start with best choreo. Um, This is one where I had to think about it for a very long time because I love choreo and I love lots of choreo. And my first thought was Oopsie by Wikimiki because that's the only choreo that I like learned in full this year because I didn't have dance class. And I think that that the little butt bend down oop with the hand Mm -hmm. for the oopsie 
is so just like iconic and cute. But I also the boys stealer the part where they do the train ripple at the beginning is one of the so coolest cool. things I've seen in a really long time. And I love the like slide down to the knees and they go yeah like what yeah. there are there's like great parts in stealer and the butt wiggles. And so I wanted to give it to that but my actual answer because it was so stunning. I give my choreo award to Stay Tonight by Chunga for her man conveyor belt, for her high kicks, for her excellent handwork. Just wonderful. I just love it. I feel like that's a performance video that I watched an obscene amount of times and kept getting non-cape trying to get non-k-pop people to watch mm-hmm. to be like look look she rolls on the men just watch it you'll love it i promise so yeah that has that has to that has to be my choreo of the year that's a great choice and i'm really glad that you made that one your final choice because it was on my list as well um yeah this is always the hardest category for us right because it's like the mm-hmm. favorite the thing we love the most I love about it. k-pop so of course there are so many different choreographies that I like really liked this year. And I tried to learn a few different ones. I have like 30, 10 to 30 seconds of like five different songs I learned mm-hmm. this year. Um, but in choosing this, I tried to think of choreos that I remember like watching and thinking like, Oh my gosh, you know, like for whatever mm-hmm. reason it like struck me when I watched it. So I did think of Stay Tonight immediately. Um, And I also thought of uh, 17's Home Run because I loved the, like, the flick and the, The like, theater aspect of it. And the, like, the part where, um, like, toward the end when Vernon, like, does the, he brings his leg down and then he, he, or he brings his arms down like this while he's doing the, like, fast knee, inside Mm -hmm. knee things, the little, like, wiggle. Um, And then they go, like, doot, doot. That part, the little like yes, swing. Yeah, I love that part. Um, and I've watched that. It was so like many Jungle times. Book. Like it's yes, like the Jungle, jungle book, book arms. arms. I love it. <laughs> I wanna walk like you. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also had on my short list twice. Cry for me because I uh, love the when Nyan like powers forward with her pot of bourrees, her power bourrees. Yes, <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Um, but my my choice my number one choice purely because it like I did think it was amazing and it was like the first thing of theirs that I'd ever really been like wow that's awesome and I would like to watch it multiple times I choose Stray Kids Backdoor for best choreo because that is so good I love the beat of that song and the like Oh, I love yes. it. I love it. The knocks are so good. And I also yeah. love the beautiful, like, square dancey round where mm-hmm. they go in a circle and they go under each other. Yes. And they, like, it's, so it's cute like, and in fun. a little formation. Oh, I love yeah, yeah, yeah. any kind of choreo where, like, it starts out with one person, like, doing the move and then more people jo- I just join love that and do so it. Much. Yeah, I love that too. Yes, yeah. that's an excellent choice. Love it. Back door. Um, okay, the next category I have on my list is best music video. Um, this one, 
I feel like my immediate thought was I wanted to give it to Mayday by Crush, which I spoke about in the queue, whatever quarter it was in, that it's like a quarantine video that he shot in his house oh, yeah. with his dogs. And it's like, it feels like the whole coronavirus of loneliness is like represented by his dog wearing a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, he's, like, cooking poorly and, like, joy comes out of a cardboard box castle. And, like, it just was, like, comforting and funny and fun. But it felt, like, a little bit too low budge or something to, like, fully get the award. So, like, when I just went with my gut, I feel like my gut answer is Sukhumvit Swimming by On and Off. Oh. Because that just felt like a music video. Like it really, it's got a bunch of set pieces and it's a little cheeky and it's a little fun. And it was like cowboy agenda and weird future crap. And like Mm -hmm. there was just kind of a lot going on and it just gave me all of, all that I want out of a K-pop music video, I feel like. And I think it, it played a part. Like I watched the music video because it was interesting And, like, it was a lot to look at. And then the song grew on me so quickly. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the day it came out, I watched it, like, ten times. And then was like, oh, I just watched that music video a whole bunch of times. Yeah. So, like, it stuck. So I'm going to give my music video award to that one. I love it. Yeah, this was an this was a difficult choice for me this year. Well, it wasn't difficult because my, my, like, answer came to me right away. But... I didn't, I feel like I don't usually watch music. Music videos rarely have a big impact on me. I think Mm. I don't tend, if I'm going to watch something, I'm going to watch the dance practice. I'm going to watch a performance. I don't usually go back and watch music videos. Mm -hmm. So I had like a few where I really liked the aesthetic of it overall. Like Mm. I loved all of the fashion and the like set pieces of a pinks, like dumb da da dum. Like I just keep thinking of that like rich set piece of being on the, on the train. Um, and I really liked, uh, only one of a song of ice and fire. That was the music video where they were just in the storage containers. And yes, I so we said it was so, cre- it was such a good creative use of a cheap music video. Set. Exactly. Yeah. 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 A clearly low budget music video that they were able to make not look cheap. Right. Um, and it was like engaging and very good. Um, but my ultimate pick, which was, I think the music video that I've like watched the most this year was Irene and Solgi's Naughty. I love that music video because it's, I mean, it's mostly just a choreography video, but they are like in different sets, but the looks of both of them are amazing. They're like spy versus spy. Like one is all in white and one is all in black. And the, I think that it's called tutting is the like form of hand choreography that they do that was like originated in ballrooms. Um, and it was, it's fantastic. Like I, I know I've already talked about it so many times um, that- on this podcast, but like for fuck's sake, if you haven't already watched this. Yeah, what are you the, waiting for? The shot alone where the choreographer reached over the camera yeah. to do the, yes. to have the hands in foreground while Sulky's in the back. It's cool. So cool. It's perfect. And they like match up so perfectly. Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. Great that, choice. It's so satisfying to watch. It's like watching like pieces fit together the way that they mm-hmm. do it. Love it. 
Mm-hmm. All right. The next category I have on my list is best concept. Would you right. like to go first? Because I feel pretty torn about my concept choice still. Okay. I my like I, I only had yours. I had only one. <laughs> okay, this was a category ahead. that I had no debate. Like as soon okay, as great. I I was like, G friend Apple. Okay. That was the best one. Because it was right out of the gate, I thought so different from what I usually expect from G Friend. The song was fantastic. I loved the way it mani- they like manifested the concept on all the different stages. I just thought I thought that that was great, and it was really unique, and it like stood out to me um, throughout like everything else that came out this year. Because we had a lot. Like, there's so many concepts I really loved. Like. Um, I love disco anything. So like Mm -hmm. all of the disco that came out this year has been so fun. But Apple to me, I felt like was one of the more unique concepts, at least from, um, yeah, it was like one of the most unique ones that I thought I had seen. It like stood out in a way that like didn't sound like anything else. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that you can make an argument that uh, although I love disco, some of those tend to sound similar or whatever. It's like, oh, this is that trend again. Um, but sure. there was nothing else like Apple. For sure. That's a really good choice. That's a Thank really you. good choice. Um, so I batted this question around for a while. And my like one of my immediate thoughts was, can I can ride just because a pilot, like a pilot concept sure. is great. I just really like that. Um, and that song was important to me, but like it wasn't enough. And then I thought about 17 Home Run because when mm-hmm. the concept photos came out, I lost my shit. Yeah. Like those album just, art, that album art. Yeah. It was just so, yeah. so rich in 70s and they like looked like gangsters and like, I don't know, there was that just that perfect glamorous tackiness that we talked about forever yeah. in our Patreon episode. But like you said, like the retro concept was done. It was done a few times this year. So like it's not that unique either. So I think I my choice, because it was important to me and because it did feel cohesive, my concept choice is Monster X Love Killer. Ooh, okay. That's right. You look in my eyes, straight into my eyes, and just say, I want you to eat me like a main dish. Um, because I liked that the that the song is called Love Killer and the album is called Fatal Love and the choice mm-hmm. that they would literally all represent movie villain criminals. Yeah, two murderers. Love killers. Yeah, yeah. It worked. For, it totally worked. And they all totally. looked so hot and they pulled it off so well. Yeah, Fatal Love indeed. Like, every single stage was fucking deadly. All of their suits were perfect. Like, not one misstep in that in that comeback for sure. No. No, no, no. Especially because, like, yeah, we spent, on our Patreon, we spent 90 minutes discussing their Fantasia stages, which we loved those outfits. But in almost every one, there was, like, one member where it would be, like, Yeah, we were like, no. this isn't the best. But, yeah. But Love Killer was perfect. And like they said themselves in one of the interviews, like that they got bespoke tailored suits for those stages. So like everyone's outfit fit on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because it had to (laughs) every stitch stitch to kill love it so that's my concept choice is love good choice all right next award on the list is rookie group favorite or best rookie group debuted in 2020 um this one felt like a really easy choice for me like I knew my answer basically all year but then that drippin song came out Mm. and really threw me for a loop because honestly that album despite being called Voyager, which is crazy, is really good. Like, the whole sound of it, it's just very SM sounding. Like, it reminds me of the NCT tracks that I like. Like, those very rich, like, harmony. Just that, like, as many boys singing at the same time. Groovy music. Um, But I still think that their name is too silly, and I don't know anything about them. And, like, Drippin' can't have it yet. But sure. just saying, they threw a wrench in my plans with that really good album. But all year, I planned to give my rookie award to Gravity. Yes. Let's break all the rules. To the shock of probably no one. <laughs> Monster X's babies, Gravity. When they when they debuted with Break All the Rules, which I now really, really like, when it first came out, my immediate thought was like, eh, this like could be a Monster X song. Like, eh, fine. They're just like doing that next gen of a boy group thing. But then all of their like B-sides in their albums and like they they're so like young and fresh. They like make this very like grown-up music, but they are just itty bitties. And I liked I liked everything that they put out this year. So like, for that, I have to give it to Gravity. Great choice, and I'm glad they're represented because I I don't think I heard their debut album, but I did really like the album that had Flame on it, which we've talked about many times. <laughs> um, my rookie group of the year was also a very easy choice. Um, no competition. I had to give it to them. It's Kimbo. If you guys have been here from the beginning, you will know that the first girl group I ever loved was Spica. They were actually one of the first album, K-pop album I ever purchased was a Speaker album. Um, and they were a like sadly short-lived and like always underrated girl group that I like honestly don't even know how I found them, how I stumbled upon them, but I loved them because they were just like such powerhouse vocals. Um, and the two lead singers, Kim Boa and Kim Bo Hyung, uh, came together this year and debuted as Kimbo, a duo. Um, and their music is, um, you know, I will be honest and I'll say like, their music is fine. Um, <laughs> they are self-producing their own music, which I really like. Like they're doing, they're making the kind of music that they want to make and they are such phenomenal singers, but like they haven't put out that much stuff. They have like a total of maybe five songs and I really like, you know, three of them. So <laughs> there's like, I'm realistic about my love for them. I'm just so happy to see them still being around. And it like really filled my heart that they came together and that they debuted together, that they're like still together and that they're self-producing and they're making the music they want to make. 
I'll always support them. So my Kimbo. That's such a good answer. I totally (laughs) forgot because like, like it's not that it's a technicality. It's the truth. But like, I totally forgot because they are such veterans. Remember when we talked about how long that other boa has been in the industry? Yes. It's forever. Forever. (laughs) Forever. Forever. Yeah, so, so I'm glad I, yeah. I'm glad they're still doing it too. That's a Me, great choice, and they're just such good singers. They're such good singers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so now it is our new category, which is rookie soloist. Yes, and I want you to go first because your answer I think might split the tie that I have in my head. Okay, okay, I was thinking the same thing because I feel like. There were quite a few of these this year, and we cared very deeply about the vast majority of them, so this felt like mm-hmm. a hard choice. Yeah. Um, an obvious answer that I, like, pondered was Kai, but that, like, feels very recent, and we've talked about it a bunch, and, like, obviously it's great. But another answer that I thought about that I, like, truly believe is, Su- like, I loved Suho's solo debut this album so or al- solo album debut this year so much um it's very weird and different and it's like not at all like ex not weird but it's not exo music it's like yeah. a jason Mraz album from 2004 like it's a very specific adult contemporary it's the music they played when i worked at bath and body works like mm-hmm. it's a vibe but it goes with suho's voice so well and so i like really really liked that but I think the choice that I, like, had to make is my solo rookie choice is Wanho with Open Mind. And I talked about this a lot on our show and on the K-pop cast. Like, I sided with Wanho over Taming on the K-pop cast. Like, that's how strongly I cared yeah, yeah, about yeah. this. Um, but I thought this was a perfect solo debut. It was retribution. It was like a true comeback. It was such yeah. a bop. He looked amazing. Stunning. Like, it was truly like the best after everything that happened last year. It was the best thing that we could have hoped for. And just for the sheer fact that like Wan Ho already has debuted as a soloist, like that we're that we're moving mm-hmm. we're moving on. Yeah. And he gets to keep being around. Like ju- for all of it, I have to mm-hmm. give my solo rookie to Wan Ho. Okay, I'm so glad that you chose him because that's who my tie was against. Okay. Was like he deserves it because of all like because of yeah, the like Phoenix rising from the ashes that was love synonym. Like not only was he able to make a debut at all, but also the debut was fucking wonderful. Like right. oh, it was just amazing. And like one of those songs, like he made a perfect um intro to K pop song. You know what I mean? Yes. Like one of those music videos you can show to anybody and they will be tapping their feet by the end of it like you can't Mm -hmm. resist you can't resist the ab they will at least scream over the abs they will bop a little to the base like it has all the elements you need (laughs) oh i love it i love it so graceful Um, and huge it's crazy how can he be so graceful and so big at the same time (laughs) 
Um, well, I'm glad that you chose him. Yeah, my solo male or solo rookie soloist debut was, list was long, um, but my my choice is Kai. So since mm. you went with Wanho, I choose Kai. Um, I did debate giving this to Changmin um, because I loved chocolate, but. I was like, but well, I mean, A, I am like more attached to Kai than I am to Changmin. So like his solo debut meant more to me than Changmin's mm-hmm. did, even though Changmin has been waiting much longer. Um, but I just thought Kai's was so, um, just so perfectly Kai, like in every way. In my wildest imaginations of Kai having a solo career, I think this is like the pinnacle. Uh, it is the best it could have been for him, minus it that fucking durax. My expectations. <laughs> yeah, oh, like yes. the visual, the visual, um, like the art film that came out. Um, he has been releasing like little films, like slowly, all of the stages, like all of the music videos and dance practices that he has put out. It's just all beautiful. Like we talked about this in the B-Sides episode, but each one of the songs on that track is different, but I think each one is very true to who Kai is as an artist. And it was just really beautiful to see. Like you and I talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or just like in general, but we talked about how like this was the perfect time for Kai to debut as well. Like if he had done it earlier in his career, I just don't think it would have been as good. But now, like now that he's been, you know, in EXO for so long and then like he got the experience of Super M and I think like maybe being in Super M with Timmy like really helped him to start like develop his own like I as an artist because Timmy is such a like specific artist with a view and a, and a thing to say and I think Kai really brought that into his solo too so he gets my rookie soloist yeah that's great and that was that was a conversation that just we had in person because somebody on the discord who like is not an xol was asking like why didn't kai debut sooner he seems so good at this and mm-hmm. we were talking like as xols like kai didn't get to have lines in exo until yeah. lay was gone mm-hmm. like if you had asked he was me part for- of the rap line initially right. If you had asked me four years ago, do you think Kai would ever go solo? I probably would have said no. Mm-hmm. Like, because he only ever did like dance solos. Yeah. So, like, him having the confidence to sing a whole album by himself is not something I would have seen. But you're right. Like, he has grown so much and proven himself so much. And this album is, oh, it's just such a perfect presentation of that. And I'm proud it of him. Is. I'm proud of him too. And I liked that neon green mullet. I don't know why, but I did. Sorry, world. (laughs) (laughs) What's our next category? Our next category is subunit, of which there weren't many to choose from this year, Mm -hmm. um, at least on my radar. So it seems like an easy, like to me, it seemed like it was between two choices that I feel like are the only two choices that we would have. So Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and pull the trigger and say my choice is Moonbin and Sana. That was mine as well. (laughs) Double the votes. (laughs) I concur. But all I got is bad, bad, bad ideas. 
Yeah, I only had Moonbin and Sana and Red Velvet, uh, Irene and Sophie. But Sulby, you but already gave an award exactly. to them. Which is why ah, I chose so Moonbin I should have and Sana taken for this. That. No, it's okay. I, I vote. I think Moonbin and Sana deserve both our votes. Okay, that's fair. Because like we said, we talked about this a lot when it was happening, but Snatched Wastes. Great choreo. A funky song. Two members of Astro I probably wouldn't have guessed. Do like true. I don't know. Everything about it was surprising and fun and great. Yeah, and like the crop top jackets were amazing. The choreo was so fun. Like, yeah, the song is so groovy. And honestly, this is a great EP from start to finish. Like, no skips on it for me. I think it's super fun. It fits really well with like Boa's woman. Um, and there's like a lot, it has like a real grooviness to it that I like. Um, I, uh, yeah, this album was fantastic. This EP was fantastic. All the stages are great. And for like Moonbin Shoulders alone, two votes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just really great. Like as a as a deeply, deeply Moonbin biased Aroha. Mm-hmm. Like, and he wasn't around last year. Like 2019, we were missing our Moonbin. So the fact that this year we got him in a subunit, yes. extra Moonbin, like that's great. Extra Moonbin and Crop Top Moonbin. Mm-hmm. What a treat for us. What a treat. What a treat. What a treat. Mmm. Moonbin. Mmm. A full Love moon. <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so our next category is for best solo female. Okay. This one I had a very long list for, honestly. Sure. Because it Me was too. a year of great things. Um, and I my list literally is just covered in question marks. <laughs> and I think this will be another like gut decision. Like, because the thing that Boa put out at the very the better album at the very end of the year, like, truly struck me on a deep level. I can't even explain. Like Boa Boa wakes up my inner 12-year-old in, like, a way that I feel like other K-pop artists don't. Like, she's barely a year older than me, but, like, I just look up to Boa so much, and she just... Mm-hmm. I don't even know. It's be- I think it's because she debuted... Like, when she debuted in 2000, and she was 13, right? She has always somehow kept the, like, magic of that era, which is not to yeah. say that she makes dated music because she doesn't, but she right. keeps the magic of that era in a way that like for you and I who are so like nostalgic for that era, like we loved the music right. of that era and we were like, you know, entering whatever, leaving childhood yes. at that time. Um, I hate the word puberty, so I didn't want to use it. Right. <laughs> But um, whatever, leaving childhood. And like, I feel like there's just something, there's something that I always connect very deeply to Boa. Um, right. So yeah. So that was that, a very strong that. contender. Same strong contender, Akmu Suhyun's Alien, mm. which I think also was a solo debut if I'm not. Nah, it was. That might not I, be right. I think it but, was. No, I think it was her solo okay. debut. I could be great. wrong. I could be wrong. Don't quote it me. It was on so that. great and so fun. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I loved it. And like Sunmi came back like she always does with yes. her Pura and like that was fun. So great. But I think my answer, my real answer came in real hard at the very end, like skirted right under the finish line. And that is Taeyon, what do I call you? 
Ooh, I love it's it. It's my I, favorite yes. thing that she's made in years. What do I call you? Nami Chana. Pyolid up down chuck. Marigona. Kurokikokyo. That song so is so simple. Great. The song is literally four chords and they repeat the entire time. It like doesn't change at all. And it's just a plunk, plunk. Like everything about it is so simple, but she makes it so not simple. And I mm -hmm. love the the runs where there's no breath all the way into like, so this is a nature. Oh God, I don't know. I just love it. So it, it swept in and it took my female solo like right at the end. If she had just waited a little longer, somebody else might have got it. But that's my girl Tayon. She made me happy. So she wins. I love it. That's a great choice. Our lists had a lot of a lot of overlap. I also had um Sun Me, of course, on my list. And I thought about Chunga as well because I loved her. I loved a few of her. She came out with a few things um this year that I really liked. <clears throat> and I, of course, have talked about that Hot Fell album so much. But the song that I feel like, like when I think of 2020, I think of this song is a female soloist, so it's gotta go to her, Hyolin, Say My Name. This song is such a bop, like, and we've said it a thousand times, but like, you just can't do summer without at least one sister. Yeah. Uh, and Hyolin has never let us down. I really love Hyolin's solo work. I think it is, it, she's just like buns out and it's so fun. Like she always makes great summer jams. Um, I bought this album. I yeah, have the and Hyolin you're not stickers on my phone. Album buyer. So yeah. like, that's a sign of a true good album. Yes, I bought this album, which was like mostly a compilation of her previous solo stuff. But I loved Say My Name so much that I like, and Hyolin does all of her shit herself. So I was like, mm -hmm. I gotta support Hyolin. Like we, like <laughs> if I buy that album, it like really is gonna make a difference. <laughs> so like Hyolin, take my money, please. Take my money and take this award. Best solo female of 2020, Hyolin. Yay. <laughs> all right, solo male. Um, I feel like I don't think my answer is cheating because it okay. it's it counts. But I just realized when you were talking that my winner could have gone in the other in the debut category, and I kind of forgot about that. Um, but it's fine; he can have the full solo male award. Oh. But my runners ups were Woods Love Me Harder because that was very important. That was like an important comeback to me. I didn't know any, I had no idea who that dude was, mm -hmm. but I thought that comeback was fun. Yeah. And I watched, I watched every stage, every bit of it. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing I had on my list was, cause even though it was very sad, Taming Two Kids was, I fucking <gasps> loved oh, Two Kids. I loved it. I loved it. I really loved Two Kids. Yeah, me too. But, I'm going to give my award to Max Changmin for chocolate. Nice. Like him. Original lipstick. No. That'll kiss me. Yeah. Because like we said, that album came out like the first week of quarantine and I listened to it so much and it was there for me. And as an album, it's so great. And chocolate is just the weirdest. It's like one of the weirdest songs that so SM weird. has put out in forever. And it's such a bold choice for like a debut song. And like, it's so, I just and the fashion how, was bold too. 
And that's so, and all of that is so funny considering like how Changmin is such a, a fuddy fucking duddy. stick in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> and so I liked that he had this really wild concept where he got to like, he has such a big voice, but is yeah. otherwise like such a small, like turning inward kind of man. And I liked the dichotomy that his like solo was so wild. And I was really proud of him and I liked it a lot. So chocolate is my choice. That's a great choice. And it was on my shortlist too, before we added the the rookie ah. soloist. And then I was like, well, this doesn't help because everything I was debating for this <laughs> one has just been transferred to another category. Um, but it did make this choice a lot easier because it was, without a doubt, Timmy's criminal. I, I mean, this song is amazing. I think when it, this was a music video I've watched multiple times, actually. Um, oh, and this sure. was, it, this could have easily gotten best music video because it was one that I watched, like, as soon as it came out, I watched, I think I watched it, like, at least five times that day. Um, I would just, like, restart it. Yes. Um, the, the looks, the eye patches, the choreography, that line, I, I don't know the Korean line, but I know the English is destroy me more. And, like, <laughs> oh, my God, the lyrics are so great. His voice sounds amazing in this. And like, I, I loved this whole comeback. Um, I thought it was so strong and just like so impeccable. Timmy went on uh, that picky cast YouTube show where they have to do ASMR. Oh, and like, sometimes it's when, when mom's asleep, asleep. Sometimes it's when managers, asleep. when someone's asleep, right? And he went on and he had to whisk. He, they asked him to say something about like his own, perform like what do you think about your own performances like how are you and he was like well I I think I have to admit like I think they're impeccable like I think they're untouchable <laughs> and I was like you're right and you should say it <laughs> it's true uh it's true he's impeccable it's true though yeah my family during Tamin's criminal stage was like I, I mean, I was just sitting there being like, Timmy, 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 and like not paying attention. But my brother kept being like, how are they going to get those restraints off when they're dancing with their arms tied? And I was like, don't worry, they'll be it's fine. It's theater magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great choice. Great choice. Oh, Timmy. Yeah, Timmy put out a lot Timmy. this year. So, so like, much music this year. Yeah, that's very interesting. When I was trying to, for next week's episode, come up with my top 15, trying to decide which, which, Timmy which song, Timmy and song is the best one. Because they yeah. are all quite different from each other. Like, they're, they're very Tamin, but they're also very different they're from each other. They're all very different. So, like, yeah, because I had initially thought about Timmy and two kids for this one. And then I mm -hmm. ended up being like, no, Criminal was more impactful to me. Because mm -hmm. Criminal had, like... Two Kids didn't have all the stages and stuff. You know, Criminal was a full comeback. For sure. Um, and Two Kids was just the pre-release. The pre um, and he never mm -hmm. performed it, actually. I don't now think that so. I think about it, he never did it as a B-side or anything. Yeah. That's too bad. I would definitely love to see a live of that. Someday. SM. Next mean shiny world. Timmy's. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Beckham got an online solo. Yeah, exactly. Where's Timmy's? That's what I'm saying. 
That's what I'm saying. Back on. <laughs> He's not on our solo male list. No, he Suck is Suck it, not. Back in. <laughs> I said that out loud the other day because I woke up in the morning and I had candy stuck in my head. And I was just like, and I was like brushing my teeth and it was just like playing in my head. And I went like, ugh, like. God damn it, Becky. I'm like, why are you in my head? And I'm like, whatever. It was like still playing. Like a few hours later, I found myself singing something else. And I realized that I like halfway through the line, I was like, ha, suck it, Becky. <laughs> I kept, kept singing the like second I song. I you. <laughs> yeah, his new Japanese song is really catchy and it made God, me angry. God, it's so good. I bought it. It made me angry. <laughs> I listened to it twice already today. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon if you would like more hilarious (laughs) Beckyon confessions. (laughs) Yeah, our last Patreon Q and A got a little saucy. Yeah, so just a little Mm -hmm. though. Um, Okay, our next category is a new one, which is the best whole album category. Yes. Um, and this one, if you had asked me this question earlier in the year, I think my answer would have been Max Chocolate because I really mm. appreciated that as an album. Yeah, it was good. Same for we've as we've spoken about before, Kai's debut is mm-hmm. very, very cohesive. My other potential choice was TXT Blue Hour because again, nice very mini cohesive. all goes together. Um, but I think I made my choice based on which is the album that I, when I was listening to it on loop the day that it came out, did I truly think to myself, huh, what a great, nice little package of an album that was. So my award for best whole album of 2020 goes to Don Diddy Don by my baby Don. <laughs> Good choice, because that's also a nice little mini, and the songs on it are, while different from each other, fit a similar vibe, and it's the kind of album that you can put on a loop, and Mm -hmm. it won't be jarring, Um, and I'm just so happy, I'm so happy that he got to put out a lot of music this year, because he's very talented, and I know that he's just like sitting on a pile of songs, because he's the kind of person that write songs all the time so thank you to Sai for letting him put five or six of them on an album for me because I really liked it so that's my choice great choice I was wondering if Don where or if Don was going to appear on your list Um, because when you didn't choose him for either of the the, for the male solos although he's not a rookie I guess because he debuted in 2019 last year right two years I forgot about that Uh, oh yeah two years ago now (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, this was, uh, so I have to admit when I was thinking about this album, because I am a person who buys albums, like I buy, mm-hmm. I don't always buy the physical copy, but I almost always buy the digital version if I, sure. if I like it. Um, and I have a few artists that like, I will just go ahead and buy their album, like whether or not I've listened to it before. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Sight unseen, I'll just buy it. Um, but I thought about, so when I was, so I had a lot to choose from in that sense, right? Because I mm-hmm. love to listen to a full album and I, I usually, depending on the album, but usually am the kind of person who listens to an album like in the order and wi- like I always listen to it in the album order. I don't usually shuffle it. If I'm going to mm. listen to the full album, I just like listen to it. 
And so, like, in thinking about that, I and like looking at all of the different albums I had to choose from <laughs> in an effort to uh, narrow it down. I only considered full albums and I didn't consider EPs. So like okay. 17, for example, semicolon and head and gay were both EPs. So I didn't, cons- I like took them off of the list, but I would argue that like semicolon was fantastic. Like I think 17 mm-hmm. always does really cohesive albums even though 17 has like a lot of different facets of their sound. Um, I think, you know, they typically, and at least like the last few albums that they've put out have been really like a full piece. Um, and I loved the way that they did like the age order groups or whatever for this, for this, uh, um, the, instead of like the subunits, I thought that it was fantastic. Um, and I was, there were, I loved that on and off album. The, we've talked about that one before, the one with Sukhumvit Swimming. Yep. I, of course, really liked both of Timmy's, um, as I always do. But this one is an album that, even though it came out later in the year, I have not, like, I feel like I haven't gotten enough of it. I, like, constantly listen to the whole thing. And I have, like, it, from start to finish, like, oh man, it just tells such a cohesive story. It like really takes you on a ride and it like ends perfectly in like a great emotional way. So it's Boa, better, the 10th album. Yeah, that album is so good. I when I chose Temptations as the as my favorite B side off of it, I honestly could have chosen so many other ones. Like <laughs> she has this one called Jazz where she like scats through half of it, and her oh my god, the way that her like crazy voice just like floats up through these high notes and back down. God, Boa, I just love her. Oh, Boa, I just love her. I love her too. I love her too. Ugh. What a great choice. Yeah. I love that one. Perfect. Thank you. Beautiful. All right. That brings us to our very last category, which is the wobbly category that I created in 2019 so that I could talk about swim good. <laughs> it was all just a roundabout. And honestly, it's been the best category because it is wobbly, so we can just choose it as it's basically our favorite K-pop moment of the year, mm-hmm. but we choose to call it a favorite performance best performance yeah best performance um and I thought I don't have any runners up written down for this I thought about like oh what's another performance I could try to like bullshit about for a few minutes to drag out the category but like for me this is not even a competition like I knew the answer right away and there's absolutely nothing that can beat it so my choice for performance of the year is the boys performing Danger by Taming on the thir- second or third episode of Kingdom this year. It's breathtaking. It's fucking breathtaking. There are stunts in it. Sonu climbs his members like they are stairs. Yes, that part is crazy. That part is crazy. Sangyeon on the like floating table and he has one cape. One side he has a cape. One side he has rolled up business shirt vest like the outfits are incredible they included so much of the original danger choreography that it feels like 
more so than the rest of the performances that the boys did on Kingdom, because I could talk about those forever. Danger was kind of like the first thing they did after they did their Huarong stage. And they like leaned into the whole thief thing, which then became the like concept of their next comeback. And they're all such like big fans of Taemin that they like they called the actual choreographer who did Danger to help them do it. So it like felt like a like a tribute to an incredible solo artist that I love. And also yeah. just like these young boys like showing off and being like look at how like nimble and good looking and like fast and cool we are look at how young and spry we are <laughs> and it just like oh oh I, I could watch it forever and never get sick of it i just mm-hmm. thought it was magical and that was like truly a turning point for me where i was like oh i'm gonna love these boys forever i'm done i'm in and it was just great. And it that's yeah. why they were completely undefeated on their kingdom season, because they were amazing. Mm-hmm. And that performance was, to me, the crown jewel of a bunch of really amazing, amazing stages. Like, if y'all didn't, I keep saying this, but if y'all didn't watch any kingdom stages and need something to do this weekend, watch them. <laughs> it was really great. Everybody tried very hard to like top themselves every week and like theater mm-hmm. theater was made. Grand stages, like truly yes. grand performances on on that show for sure. I'm glad that um wait, a great pun crown jewel in kingdom. Um but uh yeah, I'm glad that you chose that one because since I didn't watch Kingdom, I only absorbed it through you. So I watched all of the boys' stages and a few of the on and off ones. Um, and I think you sent me there was like one challenge where I think I watched all of them. Um, maybe one of the cover stages. Yeah, uh, where you would have maybe recognized. Yeah, them. where I would like, have recognized where Pentagon did kill this love or. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I definitely watched at least one Pentagon stage because I remember being like, ah, Pentagon. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, but because I didn't really watch it, I wasn't even really thinking about, um, I wasn't thinking about those. If I had watched it, I probably would have picked a Road to Kingdom stage too because yeah, like you said, like those, all of those performances were breathtaking, like from all the groups really. Um, But the boys in particular, I think like really set, a whole new bar um, for yeah. for K-pop performance on on especially on like reality TV like that, um, and they definitely raised the bar for the other groups on Kingdom. Yes, they did <laughs> uh, for sure. Um, but when I thought about this, <laughs> when I thought about this category last year, I used it as an excuse to get Itzy on my list, mm-hmm. um, and the year before that, I don't even remember. Um, but I didn't watch like any of the end of the year shows. I have not mm. watched like any of the Gaios. Um and I chose I again chose to use this category as an excuse to make sure that this group was somewhere on the list. Okay. <laughs> but also to pay homage to a, a new YouTube series that you and I have mentioned a few times, uh, which yeah. is so spectacular and has given us many incredible performances but the one I always watch is Ace Twice Medley on M Dramada
if that comes on my i will never turn it down like it comes on my youtube suggestions and yes i will watch it like i don't care what i'm in the middle of it i will turn it on it must be played if it appears on the screen. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking good, you guys. They do, uh, they do, I want to, what is love, fancy, and can't stop me. And if you haven't watched any of these Mdramada um, sh- videos, it's basically a like big open soundstage with a, li- a full live band. And the group will do a live version of something, right? And sometimes it's one of their own songs and sometimes it's a cover. Like you and I have talked about BB's FX. Uh, she does a cover of Four Walls, which is really great. Um, Wiki Miki went on, a few of the members went on and they did a live version of uh, Cool. Um, and Jamie they, did that monster cover with the like tubas yes, and stuff that was amazing. Yes, that was awesome and like haunting. Um, and then Ace went on there and they did do, I think, a live version of Goblin, I believe. Um, but then they also did this phenomenal Twice medley. Um, and like the way that the like 80s rock version of Can't Stop Me with yes. Dong Hoon and Chan doing the like, oh, Yes, the like power belt in the background. Oh my God, it's so good. You guys, it's so good. So that had to be, that's the only thing I have written down. Yeah. It was no no contest. It's a perfect, perfect choice. There's no choreo in it. Just FYI, like these Mdramata videos are not about dancing. It's about the vocals and like, fuck if Ace can't sing. Ugh. Ugh. Yes, no, for real. That perfor- that Andromeda or the one where they're singing Baby Tonight, if they are in my suggested, I will click it. And that happens like once a day. YouTube is yeah. like, I know you want to watch this again. And you know yes. what? I do. YouTube says, hey, you like to watch this every day. And I say, you know what? I do like to watch that every day. I do. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. And then I spend the rest of the day singing, I want to know, no, no, no. And I don't that even like sucks. that Twice song. <laughs> Oh, Ace. I love you, Ace. Ace. I love you. (sighs) Well, that's it. Those are our Ask Me About K-Pop awards categories that we do. uh, And these were the 2020 winners. And I feel good about all of these choices. They're all excellent. They're all good choices. They're all excellent. Um, All right. Well, think about that. Take it all in. And we'll be right back with a random game. All right, we're back. And we got a very, very old school boy group, first gen today. And we talked about them in our year 2000 deep dive. And this is one time. Spelled Spelled number one, T-Y-M. One time. time. (laughs) Um, Yes, this was a YG group who debuted in 1998 and stayed together till 2006 when they went to the military and that was the end of one time. They did not come back together post-military. Yeah, they never officially disbanded. They just never really did anything again after uh, after a few of them got out of the military. And two of them, so it was a four-member group, originally seven, but they debuted as four. And two of the members were from L.A., so two of them didn't have to serve anyway. Um, and then... Um, 
uh, two of them like got married um, and like started families. So after getting out of the military, so like they just kind of like went their own ways and lived their own lives. Um, yes, but they were but pretty popular when they first came out. Um, they were when they, popular. Yeah. When they debuted in 1998, their album One Time for Your Mind was one of the best selling albums of the year and it won several major awards. They were the best hip hop artist of the year. Uh, They won like a couple rookie of the year awards the first year that they came out Um, and they overall put out five albums, all of which were in the top 15. So they were pretty popular. Yeah, they won award. They won Rookie of the Year at several award shows when they debuted. Um, and for future reference, the two members who did not just become regular old dads and leave the industry, one of them is known as Tebin, and he like hosts some. He's hosted an Mnet show, and you might have seen him around. But the other member is Teddy. Teddy from YG who writes Mm -hmm. all of Blackpink's music and is like kind of in charge at YG these days like he is stuck around the entire time and still writes like most of the music that comes out of YG Mm -hmm. so pretty interesting yeah so we are going to watch the music video for Without You which is off of their 2003 album, Once and For All, which was the fourth album. Ah, uh, so is it a four? It is a four. Love it, it is a four. <laughs> um, but yeah, this music video has been on YouTube since 2008, and it has 2.8 million views. So, hey, legit. Here we go. All right, ready? Yes. All right, we've got a hallway that looks pretty dim. This girl is moving out. Ooh, she's packing her stuff. Keep your beaded curtain. I'm out of here. Oh, and he's asleep on the couch. Face down, too. My goodness. Doesn't look like a comfortable way to nap. Oh, you're not even you're not asleep, you're just hiding from her. He's staggering in the doorway. His hair is very peroxide blonde. Closing the door. This is not the vibe of a song that I thought we were gonna get from a group that was supposed to be a hip-hop group. But it's 90s hip-hop, baby. I guess that's true. Ah, yeah. Wrap your hands. Do some sad boxing. Sad boxing. He also had a cast on that was, like, signed by the other members or something. And there's a poster for one time on his fridge. Oh, God. This guy's struggling. Yeah, was it a cast on his arm or It looked like it was on his leg. I thought it was on his leg, too. Oh, you can't even get your water in a glass? What's the matter with you? Oh, wet t-shirt contest. Oh, okay. So he took a bottle of water out of the fridge and failed to pour it in a glass. Tried, but failed. So he just decided to pour it over his head instead. Did he do that in his apartment? What a mess. I think so. 
Yeah, so far we've only seen a guy. I don't know if this guy is Teddy perhaps, but he has a couple of tattoos. He's been in a tank top most of the video. Now he's like remembering, he's remembering. the girlfriend used to be here working yeah. on her sewing machine and now she's not. He's pretty hot in a 1998 kind of way. Oh, for sure. His hair, like I said, his hair is that very peroxide Is that supposed to be shape. her wedding dress? Yeah, it totally does look like a wedding scene. dress. All right. Oh, he's in a tub. Sexy. He looks naked. He does. He really is the only one. Wow, naked in a tub so that he could stare at the wedding dress. Brought the wedding like- dress into the bathroom <laughs> so that he could stare at it Think while soaking it. sadly in the tub. Oh, wow. Underwater wedding scene because he allowed himself to submerge in the tub. Underwater kiss. There are no other boys in this music video. I know. I really want to know which one this is. The girl is sad. That looks like a painting. Him, just like in the tub. What's with this apartment building? Why is the why is there paint all over the tiles? Him and the girlfriend painted it badly. I guess so. Is that the same girl? She looks different. No, oh no, she gave oh, back her key. Oh, he can't meet her eyes. And she's stroking Not his chest. His hair. <laughs> Don't touch She's just hair. like hover handing. Oh, and he's so up. She's beating his chest and he's emotionless. Why is he being so emotionless? You were just taking a sad bath. Take her back. You washed it all away in that bathtub, baby. No, you didn't. Look at you in the sad mirror now. <laughs> Don't break the mirror. There it goes. It's broken. You dummy. She was there. She was back. Angry Arthur fists are bleeding by his sides now. Oh, you went to church? Are you going to say you're sorry about this? Wow. God can't help you now. (laughs) Save your breath. Oh my god, this super, that super, like, rushed shot down the aisle of the church was really crazy. (laughs) Yeah, they use like a fish island. Oh, you still have your boxing wraps on. Why? Didn't you take a bath in between now and then? <laughs> he wraps up his hands before church in case he punches the floor. In and case that's he the has end. to punch the Lord. Oh um, my God. Wow. Well, there were, that was a solo debut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to guess that that was either teddy or danny because those are the ones who like stuck around but nobody in the comments is like telling me which member that was yeah i like kind of think it's teddy but i am not sure let's see i'm googling teddy one time one time does he like does teddy have a weird tattoo a cross tattoo just above his elbow. Because if so, that's who he was. <laughs> this is Okay, helpful. according to this Google image I just pulled up, Danny is the one that has the tattoos. So that might have been Danny. 
Yes. Danny, oh. now known as Tebin, is the one who was in that music video. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. There you go. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> one time. What a fun glance one into time. the past. Yeah. Um, do you have any recommendations for the week? I don't know if I do. I feel like I, don't I thought of something and then I forgot it again. I mean, I guess we mentioned it earlier. Like, Backyun did come out with a Japanese release. It's called Get You Alone. It's very groovy. Um, I feel like that's the only new music that I've listened to recently. Yeah, I, I don't so. know if I've listened to anything new. And we were talking before we were recording that, like, Steve Aoki just did a release of mm-hmm. Favorite Boys by Ace. And they look great in the music video, Phenomenal. but They're overall, the remix is not awesome. Yeah, it just takes it just out my is. favorite part of the song. Like <laughs> My favorite part of the song is the drop right before the chorus, after the hit me. And they, the drop, he takes it out. He's like, that's the part that it, it like builds, 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 hit me. And then instead of dropping into the A-O, it goes into like the bump, bump, butter, he like drops it down it like doesn't it just doesn't hit you the way you want it to hit me yeah so totally i was disappointed but they look fucking great and i'm glad that they like you know i want them to have the clout (laughs) Uh, yeah that's the interesting thing is i like i find steve aoki like generally cringy as a person and Mm -hmm. he runs a fraudulent pizza business in los angeles that makes me skeptical of him what? But whenever <laughs> you've never have I never told you about the Aoki pizza pizza Aoki pizza gate? No, what is it? No, it's not a pizza gate thing. But it's like Steve Aoki has a pizza place called Pizza Aoki. But it's one of those places that like there's a bunch of restaurants on like Grubhub and stuff that like are not real restaurants or they're just like one restaurant that has themselves listed like eight different times under different names to try to game the Grubhub system and the pizza Aoki in North Hollywood. Like all the Yelp reviews are like, I walked into this restaurant to order a pizza and was told by the singular teenager behind the counter that you can't order pizza in here. You have to go through Grubhub because it's actually nine different restaurants and you can't actually use it. I don't know. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Huh? We'll circle back to that later. We'll circle back to that. But I love that even despite all of those things, whenever Steve Aoki does a remix with a person I like, it gets a lot of attention. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that he still has like clout ability. Yeah. And I liked his Monster X Play It Cool remix. Mm -hmm. I liked that one. And that song he did with Lay last year was fun too. Yeah. He has good taste, clearly. He has good taste. Because he clearly pe- he pairs up with people I like all the time. So, like, yeah. that's yeah, what yeah. I'm getting at, is I can't really hold anything against Stevie Oki, like, truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, he clearly likes the same kind of music we like. <laughs> um. Oh, I was going to say, if you haven't watched the Rain JYP, the new Rain JYP song, you should do that. Oh, I have it. Because it's very entertaining. Okay. Rain and JYP like did a like redid a song from the nineties or whatever. And Rain's Rain's cheeky tummy is truly the star of the whole thing. So Great. 
I hope we he never that. puts a real shirt on again. Never again. <laughs> I also, I taped, because I'm here at my parents' house where they have cable, I taped James Corden the other night so that I could watch Seventeen. Oh, yes. I watched their performance. It's really great. I I mean, they're, the vocals are live and they sound fantastic, but the concept is really cute, too, because the whole beginning of it is that they're staff. So the um, they're just wearing like their James Corden tees and jeans that are like tucked in. Oh, my God. Coops. Oh, they look like so such a dork. Tucked in jeans. Um, I love their tucked in tees. And so they're just like all sort of like, you know, the camera's following them as they like do different things like cleaning up the set and things and then they like get ready and they change and the the way that they play with the um staging of it and the choreography the way they like still fit in some pieces of the original choreo is is great it's really well done yeah it was fun it was like fun for me as a person who has seen every home run stage hundreds of Mm -hmm. times it was cool to see something different yeah but i did have the slightest bit of disappointment because i like stopped dinner and was like everyone gather around we're gonna watch 17 now and I thought that my mom would really like it because of the theatricality Theatricality, of Home Run so I was like ready to show her like choreo that she would really like but they don't really do the choreo because they're doing the fun walk and talk thing instead it's great but I was like I was really hoping to show off the flick to my family and I didn't get to but it's fun, and I'm and seventeen. It was Seventeen's late night American debut, so yay! Mm-hmm. Yes, and it happened on a day that will live in infamy. So yeah. at least it ended with something lovely. And at least Seventeen will. was there. At least Seventeen was there. <laughs> oh yeah. brother! But I will say, like, oh man, the yeah, the looks are great. Like they all wear something pretty and sparkly at the end, and I just Minghao's look is perfect. He's got a bolo and a glittery top and some high heel boots, and it's just all I need in my life. Oh, actual wreck. I mean, not that I, all of these have been wrecks, but an additional wreck is Harper's Bazaar put out the behind video for the Gordon stage, like, which oh. feels random, but it's really good and cute, and it shows them like planning out the whole thing because they really I don't know where they did it I wonder which studio in Korea because the way that they like covered every single stage sign in the back to say late show with James Corden yeah like they were backstage at Corden at CBS on Santa Monica but they absolutely were not Mm -hmm. so I don't know the effort that they went to to sort of like give this illusion that they were just backstage sweeping at the Corden show and then turned it into a dance number. It's adorable. Yeah. yeah. It was well, it was really well done. It was really well done. Like the attention to detail as always is fantastic. That's what 17 is all about. Love them. I love you. I love me. Babe. Baby. Uh, well, this was another great edition of the Ask Me About K-Pop Awards. It's always fun to recognize the things that we love the most. And next week, we will try with a special guest. I don't know. Tune in. Find out. We will try once again to decide on the actual undisputed best songs of 2020. <laughs> In a definitive way. And it will be painful. And we will fight. And but we will scream. use math. And it will be fine. And it will be fine. It will be fine. So come back for that. 
In the meantime, if you would like to get in touch with us, we are at AMA K-Pop Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, in both of those places is a link tree where you can find our Discord and join our Discord and talk to our listeners um, who recently just finished up their own version of 2020 Awards. And our listener Mara made a very funny meme video to announce the winners. She is just, our AMAK meme manager, after all. That is true. And I just loved that, that without us, you guys all just, like, that you guys do little projects by yourself. I love that you're all friends now. It makes me happy. It's really cute. And I also really loved that the categories were um, not the same categories that we use. It's right. like a complimentary version of it. And I just thought it was great. Um, yeah, so like the very first award is... the best blue hair? <laughs> or who was the himbo of 2020? Like, right. check it out. Um, yeah, that was great. Uh, I think our link tree also has a link to our spotify where we have playlists that are that are like the soundtrack to our episodes so like if you want our uh playlist of all of the b-sides that we listed in last week's episode then you can go to our spotify and i believe it's linked in the link tree um we also have a p.o box um p.o box 26096 los angeles california 90026 you can address it to shannon and angelica or you can address it to ask me about k-pop the post office really loves it when things are addressed to multiple people so keep them on their toes (laughs) (laughs) they gotta work they gotta work Um, it's always funny when I go and they're like who is it like what's your name and I'm like well it's either addressed to and I have like a list (laughs) and they're like but you are and I'm like I'm the bitch who pays for this box give me the box give me my stuff (laughs) give me the box Um, Yeah, so speaking of boxes, when we're done with awards, it will be podcast anniversary time. And unbeknownst, we truly, we have a, Angelica has a stack of boxes in her house to be opened. And there is a whole Discord channel that we are not allowed in. Yeah. Where people are discussing celebrating three years of the podcast. So like, again, I don't know what it is, but if you want to join in on celebrating the podcast, I think you have some more days to join in on whatever the F they're doing over there. I can't wait to find out. Yeah. Our anniversary is on January 16th. Um, so you have until then to get involved if you wish. Um, we also usually do a call toward the end of the year for our listeners to tell us what like some of their 2020 highlights were. Um, so if you'd like to give us a call, what is our phone number, Shannon? 181-AMA-K-POP-5. Um, yeah, and as soon as we're done with like and wrapping up 2020 and doing birthday celebrations, I'd love to hear from you guys on the voicemail if you have predictions about 2021 if you have questions you want to ask um because yeah it's a whole it's a whole new year and like we spoiled on our patreon episode because shiny is coming back i hope you guys understand that this podcast is pivoting to full shower mode yes every time shiny breathes we will do an episode about it Mm -hmm. so just get ready be prepared (laughs) for a lot of shiny content coming your way and if you have a problem with it as shiny would sing you can just deal with it oh (laughs) deal with it oh (laughs) that's the corbin blue version but i know but but still people know they know the truth (laughs) 
<laughs> but it just fits so well. <laughs> it really does. And my one of the first contributions I ever made to the internet was my Mino deal with it GIF. So yeah. the first K-pop song I ever was able to sing along to because I just listened to it so much that I learned the sounds was Juliet. So Aww. it's got a place in my heart. That's that so and nice. Love Like Oxygen. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, just be prepared because we're now active shawls awake from hibernation and ready to party. Yeah. They said our they said our winter soldier keywords, which are shiny's back and we're awake now. So we like, sorry, that's what's happening. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah. So uh, come back next week for finally finishing 2020 with a best of. And then it's time to run into 2020. With 2021, with <laughs> shiny back. Shiny and all of that. Oh, we love you guys. Stay safe and sane. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Jungyeon, your inspiration. It is the ohs that they do. Yeah. They like go yes. up. Yes! It just like builds. It has such like Pat Benatar energy. It does have I Pat Benatar it. energy. <laughs>